5-9 Sawyer Stabner. And we are underway, and Stabner wins the tip-off. Colonel's moving across the court from right to left. Here at the top of the key, Taylor Giblin dribbling left. They get it to Van Overshield, and she trips, and we get a tie-up, and that'll be a turnover. That was a nasty fall there by Van Overshield, just kind of tripped, and uh, turnover by Mitchell. Yeah, pretty good pass out there to uh, to Van Overshield, just a little bit too hard to handle. She had to reach out for it, just kind of lost her footing out there, and a uh, quick turnover here to start this game, much different than last night. Duncan brings it up again. Colonel score on their first four possessions last night. They get it to Dana now in the right corner with 20 on the shot clock. Cross-court pass that hit the net. Pass intended underneath its tips here in the left corner. Dana has it for Spearfish. They work it around back to the top of the key. Duncan now with seven to shoot. Now in the right corner. Three at the top of the key. It's blocked by Giblin. Layup is no good. They took all 35 seconds there. Stabner with the rebound, and we get our first foul here at the 7.09 mark of the first quarter. Boy, such a great defensive possession there by the Colonels after that turnover. Just uh, getting in the face of everyone that touched the ball in that possession. Looked like uh, um, Kylie Jo Simmons was going to have a, a pretty decent look at a jumper, but good job by Stabner to swat that away and to knock the other one away as well. Simmons picks up the foul here. Stabner underneath, can't find any room, kicks it out to Giblin who thinks about a three from the left wing. She'll drive, pick up her dribble, kick it out to Stabner, drives again, finds the hole in the defense, misses the shot, had a good look at a layup, rebound here for Spearfish. But again, Stabner didn't look like there was anywhere to go, found a little crease in that defense. And we're still scoreless here, coming up on 90 minutes into this ballgame. Duncan on the left wing, hands it off to Maya Kachutin, again, two uh, freshmen starting. This one an air ball. In the left corner here for Dana. And we're still scoreless at 6.20. Third possession for the Colonels. Giblin at the top of the key. Passes it to her right. Here's Sarah Siebert. Colonels only with one shot yeah, as of yet. Here's Christensen underneath. She misses. And Colonels 0-3 in their first three possessions. Two minutes gone by. Still no score here between the Colonels and the Spartans. Yeah, so far they just don't look quite as crisp offensively as last night. Spearfish, they miss a layup. That's Kachutin, the freshman, and it's out of bounds. Now let's see, a possession arrow goes towards Mitchell. So we're two minutes into this one. A couple layups for uh, Spearfish. You can't ask for much better uh, looks than they've gotten. Yeah, I mean, both teams have had their chances here with pretty open looks. Mitchell's offense just doesn't quite look as organized as it was last night. Here's a drive by Stabner. They kick it out into the corner. For Siebert, 20 on the shot clock. She picks up her dribble outside the arc. Here's a three by Stabner. That one's a bit long. And we get a foul underneath. That'll be a hold on the Spearfish. Second foul on the Spartans, 5.34 to go first quarter. A rare three-point attempt there for Stabner. That was uh, Taylor Duncan trying to steal it away from Van Overshield and got called for the foul. Uh, Simmons on her second foul. So two fouls on Simmons. She'll quickly check out. And we will see Stella Marcus. Stella Marcus, 5'6", uh, senior, usually a starter. Here's Siebert with the three on the right wing. That one is no good. Rebound by Spearfish. And Briley Grubb, two and a half minutes in. Still no score. Spearfish, again, uh, they uh, had a good first quarter last uh, night at Huron. Trailed 16-14. But then uh, struggled, only scored uh, 38 points for the ball game. 
This one underneath, Spearfish loses it. Uh, down low, Taylor Duncan, their point guard. For three minutes in this one, nobody scored. Well, and, you know, credit to the Colonels' defense here, playing hard despite the fact they're off to a very cold start shooting. So far, Colonels 0 for 4, Spearfish 0 for 4, three minutes in. Kind of looks like one of those games where these teams just played, you know, 8, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock last night. Yep, and this is back. what you're worried about, you know, how fresh they're going to be. Stabner underneath, and we'll have a foul. Looks like this was before the shots. 4.58 to go in the first quarter. Third foul already on Spearfish. Colonels have not had a personal as of yet. Non-shooting foul. Siebert throws it in. That'll be on Duncan, her first. Siebert off the inbounds. Left corner three. That's good. Nice. Sarah Siebert had three of them last night. She's got the first triple tonight. Yeah, they need her to keep on doing that. Nice, nice feed there from Stabner. She drove inside a little bit and... Saw Siebert wide open there in the corner. 3-0 Mitchell. Maya Kachutin steps out of bounds on the baseline and right in front of the Mitchell bench. So another Spearfish turnover. They've turned it over here back-to-back possessions. And almost halfway through this quarter, and it's 3-0 Mitchell. Giblin brings it up, passes it right to Stabner. Now back to the top of the key to Van Overshield. Left side to Giblin. Trying to get it down low to Stabner. She's wanting a foul. Not, uh, not that time. Siebert at the top of the key with 15 to shoot. Not a whole lot of movement in this Mitchell offense, and they finally get a foul. This should Ooh. be on, this should be, I think, on Josie Dana. Boy. Oh. Kind of bailed out there on the, on the whistle because, you know, we were getting close to a, a violation there when Siebert was holding it for as long as she did, handed it off to Stabner, got the foul call, but that possession in that moment was going nowhere. That's Dana's first. Spearfish with four fouls in four minutes. Another one, Stella Marcus goes down, no foul on either side. Then Overshield under the basket, kick out, top of the key three for Giblin. Ooh. Rims in and out, no good. We get a foul underneath on Caitlin Christensen. That'll be the first foul on Mitchell. 4.05 to go in this quarter, still 3-0 Colonels. Well, a pretty good look there for Giblin was... Slightly distracted by a defender coming at her face, but I think that's what they're figuring out is they're going to have to start forcing some things because the wide-open looks aren't there. Blocked underneath by Stadner, and she saves it momentarily. It goes out of bounds. It'll stay with Spearfish. But a block by Stadner underneath, and she nearly saved it. But boy, uh, Spearfish getting something under the basket, unable to uh, convert. That's a point-blank range. Her 24 in the shot clock. 3.53 to go, first quarter, 3-0 Mitchell. Really good start defensively here by the Colonel. Spearfish still scoreless halfway through the first. Freshman Cochutin on the right wing, defended by Giblin. Dribbling now to the right. Now in the uh, right corner, uh, Stabner nearly came up with a steal. Now they get it down low. Top of the key here to Marcus, and she will... She got fouled, I think Giblin yeah. reached in. 3.36 to go, second foul on Mitchell. This will be Giblin's first. Well, just good activity here by the Colonels defensively. I mean, they're making life miserable for mm-hmm. Spearfish trying to run their offense, but the Colonels' offense isn't really getting no. going either. Coach Shooting passes it left to Marcus. Fresh shot clock, layup underneath. Finally, Spearfish scores. It's number 13, Briley Grubb, 5'8 sophomore. It's 3 to 2 Mitchell here with 3.20 to go in this low scoring first quarter. Here's a three left wing for Van Overshield. It's knocked out of bounds. Last touched by the Spartans and Bella Marcus. So Van Overshield, a rare scoreless game for her last night. That's her first shot here this afternoon. 
A three by Sarah Sieberts, a two by Bradley Grubb. That's your scoring here today. Five minutes into this ballgame. Van Overshield nearly travels, hands it off to Stabner deep underneath the basket, and we will get a whistle. And she step out of bounds. Well, either that or some kind of offensive foul as she was travel. trying to move around a screen to yeah. drive that underneath baseline. But we'll either say, way, Spearfish basketball. We'll say she stepped out of bounds. Close call right in front of us here. Court side. Under three minutes to go, still 3-2. to two. Oh, Stabner knocks it out of bounds again. A long pass to Stella Marcus in that right corner. And she just... Long arms, plays the passing lane so well. Yeah, that, that was so nicely done, diving backwards, trying to get to that basketball. She's had a block. She's knocked away two, three balls out of bounds already for Sawyer Stabner. And that's what she does, particularly when the offense isn't really getting going. She will use all that effort on the other end. Pass intercepted by Sarah Siebert. Colonels force the turnover. Stabner in the left corner, and Colonels will throw it away, and it will be stolen. Here's Dana underneath. She misses the layup. Colonels get it right back. Had a fast break opportunity there as the Colonels threw it in the backcourt. Great job by the Colonels getting back defensively on that, not allowing an easy fast break. And Stabner underneath. Oh, gets it. And we get a timeout. Stabner diving for that one near half court. Saves it with 23 to shoot. And 2.16 on the shot clock. Colonels use a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here to... Uh, Maintain possession. Again, it's been a struggle offensively for both sides. Three Indeed. To, three to two. Scores from across the state. Uh, in girls, double A. Number five, Rapid City Central ahead at half over Watertown. 24 to eight. As Watertown about to get swept by the uh, two Rapid City schools. See if we can get an update from the Hanson Classic at the Hanson Classic game three. This afternoon, West Central boys leading Clark Willow Lake 36-26 at halftime. We've got Hanson and Potter County coming up next at 2.30. Listen to that game on Q107.3 with Clinton Greenway. And we've got the 4 o'clock game between Platt Geddes and Aberdeen Christian. So Colonel save possession here, 23 to shoot. Siebert gets it in at half court to Stabner. Stabner dribbles right, picks up the dribble, hands it off to Van Overshield. 15 to shoot. Back to Stabner at the top of the key. Dribbling left. Stutter step inside the lanes. Got to get rid of it. Finally does to Van Overshield. Cutting to the basket. Oh. Good. Nice little ice cream scoop shot for Van Overshield. <laughs> Boy, she's been so desperate to get the offense finally going after last night's game and laying out there, diving toward the end line and getting that angle just right with the left hand. Very tough shot. Here's Sturgis in the lane. And looks like we're going to get our uh, some free throws here for the uh, Spartans. The third foul on Mitchell. 143 to go. Free throw is good. Foul is on Sawyer Stabner, her first. Team's third. Let's send Spearfish to the line. One to two from the line. They missed the second one. Van Overshield with the rebound. That was Hannah Schoon, number three. Schoon, one on one from the line. Stabner underneath this one off glass. No good. Christensen, though, at the putback. Some offensive rebounding for Mitchell. Christensen's first points. Puts Mitchell back up seven to three. Well done down low by the Colonels. Layup answered on the other end by Spearfish and Kachutin. Her first basket, all of a sudden the offense is picked up. 
Seven to five. Colonels up by two with a minute ten to go in this opening quarter. And yeah. over that time the Colonels defense just didn't get back fast enough and allowed that easy layup. But nicely done on the other end by Christensen down low. Colonels are going to need more second chance shots, I think, to win this game. Twelve to shoot. Giblin in the right corner. It's tipped and it's stolen. Stolen by Dana. They tried to get it down low to Stabner. Spearfish with a chance to tie it up here with a two. 40 seconds to go in this opening quarter. Colonels up 7-5. They get it down low. Now they push it right, and it's knocked out of bounds again by Stabner. 21 on the shot clock. This will be the fourth straight quarter for Spearfish. They failed to score in double digits. This one a deep two in the right corner. That one's off the mark for Spearfish. Long rebound tipped out by, uh, by Spearfish. Maya Kachutin gets the long rebound. Shot clock turned off. Spearfish can hold for the final shot if they want. 20 seconds to go. Have it in the right corner now. Down underneath to Grubb. Grubb puts up a layup. No good. Put back is also no good, but we'll get another foul on Mitchell. Looks to be on Sieberts. Her first. Team's fourth. With 15 well, seconds to go. It'll be on Christensen, her second. You mentioned Spearfish not getting to double digits in this quarter, and this is also going to break that, that streak yeah. Mitchell had going because all four quarters last night, they did get to double digits, and it just kind of shows you how well the offense was working last night in that win. Freshman Kachutin checks out. Taylor Duncan back in. And another substitution. We see number 10, Olivia Hyert checking in for Stella Marcus. Free throw was no good that time for the Spartans. This one is no good either. So they're one of four from the line. Stabner's got it. She's looking to go coast to coast. Ten seconds to go. It stops on the right baseline. They kick it out to Giblin. Now inside to Christensen with two fouls. Three seconds to shoot. Siebert's got to put it up, and she will lose it. No shot, and she'll turn it over. Struggle for both sides in that first quarter. Colonels lead Spearfish 7-5. to five. At the end of one, we're back in 60 seconds here at Mitchell Christian on KORN. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iverson's in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. 7-5, Colonel Girls up here by two at the end of the first quarter, and both teams... As you would imagine, Sean struggled offensively with a 7-5 score. Yeah, that wasn't pretty for either team. 17% shooting for the Spearfish Spartans in that quarter, going uh, just 2 out of 12. Mitchell, not a whole lot better, shooting 30%, going 3 out of 10. Spearfish with the ball, white uniforms, maroon numbers and trim for the uh, Spartans, moving across the court from left to right. This one tipped by Siebert, and it'll go out of bounds. Last touch by the Colonels. Colonels in their road black uniforms, gold numbers and trim. Eddie Simpson out there. Colonels didn't do a whole lot of, of subbing. I don't think they had one substitution in that first quarter. Eddie Simpson in here for Van Overshield as we start the uh, second quarter. 15 to shoot for Spearfish. Kachutin gets it to Marcus at the top of the key. She'll drive a 10-foot floater is short. Her putback, though, is good. Off the glass for Stella Marcus. And we are tied at 7. 
And that's something else the Colonels need to try to avoid is giving Spearfish second chance opportunities. Drive by Stabner, and we'll get a foul. The fifth on Spearfish. Free throws coming up. It's not been there. It's been close. A couple of good drives by Stabner. Right, and, and this is going to be the first time in this game that Mitchell has been at the free throw line. Be the second foul on Taylor Duncan. So five fouls on Spearfish. Stabner shooting two. First one is good. First points for Sawyer Stabner tonight. She had 24 last night. Substitution here for Spearfish. They bring back Briley Grubb. A 5'8 sophomore. Second to free throw here for Stabner is good. 2-2 two two from the line. Colonels back up 9-7. Van Overshield back in here for the Colonels. Giblin will take a seat here. 7-20 to go in this first half. 3-6 Mitchell, 3-5 Spearfish. Colonels are 16th in seed points. Spearfish 17th. Another drive and floater by Stella Marcus. She gets this one to go. Back-to-back buckets for her, and we're tied at nine with seven minutes to go in the half. And that's the first time Spearfish has had back-to-back buckets in this game. Here's a three by Van Overshield off the mark from the left wing, and it'll go out of bounds. Spearfish ball. So Siebert's got a three-pointer. Van Overshield and Christensen have a couple layups, and Stabner has two free throws. Again, Mitchell's only made three shots. Spearfish... They've now made four. That one knocked out of bounds again by Mitchell. Stabner, yes. There she is again. I mean, she's got her eyes on that ball all the time while able to play really effective defense. Tied at nine. Spearfish looking for their first lead tonight. They get it to Grubb. She drives, kicks it out right side. Kachutin for three, and that's good. Maya Kachutin, the freshman, gives Spearfish a 12-9 lead. And that's her first lead in this game. Stabner underneath, looks for Christensen, wide open in the layup, good. Assist assist for Stabner, Christensen playing much better here in the last couple of weeks. Here's a steal by Seamson underneath, we get a tie-up and it'll stay with Mitchell as Van Overshield was tied up underneath there at half courts. Great find to Christensen down low and that was a product of really good ball movement there by the Colonels. They haven't had a lot of that. Uh, so far in this first half, it had a lot of situations where someone's had the ball and been kind of stuck, didn't really know where to go with it, but that time the offense looked really good. 6.18 to go in the half. Colonels force a turnover on the possession arrow. Siebert will check out. Giblin back in there. Colonels have Giblin, Stabner, and Simpson with Christensen and Van Overshield. You're five. Inside for Stabner. She loses it. Try to get it to Christensen again and uh, pleading for a foul. They're not going to get it. Instead, Mitchell and Seamson are going to pick up a foul way on the other end. Six minutes to go. That'll send Spearfish to the line to shoot two. Fifth foul on Mitchell, the first on Seamson. Yeah, and, and that's just because Stabner couldn't get back fast enough. She was kind of upset that she didn't get a foul called as she was hit the deck there trying to pass, and that left numbers for Spearfish. So they just got into attack mode and uh, got themselves to the free throw line. Stella Marcus misses the first free throw. Spearfish up 12-11, late first half. Second one is good for Marcus. She's got a game-high five. Under six minutes to go, two-point Spearfish lead. Stamner brings it up for the Colonels, moving across the court right to left. Giblin at the top of the key. She'll drive to the left, kick it back out to Van Overshield in the lane. Another scoop shot, but she traveled. She got that one to go down again, but she took too many steps. 
Well, from here, that was a hard call to make, I think, because it looked like she did everything right in the lane on that little scoop layup, but I guess she took too many steps that time. Some full-court pressure here applied by the Colonels. they got to get something going offensively, down 13-11. Kachutin gives it to Stella Marcus, drives left side, 15-foot jumper is good. Stella Marcus with seven, and we have a timeout. 15-11, or 15-11, Spearfish up. 5.31 to go here in this first half. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Colonels take their second timeout of the half. They have three remaining. 10-4, Spearfish outscoring Mitchell in the second quarter. It's 15-11. And it's been all Stella Marcus. Stella Marcus heating up. She's got all seven of her points here in the last two and a half minutes. Yeah, the Spartans have uh, figured things out offensively pretty well in this second quarter, getting a lot of uh, Good looks and, and easy baskets. Mitchell needs to clamp up defensively here. We heard Coach Knippling pretty loud there on the bench during that timeout. Siebert drives to the left, lays it in off the glass for her fifth point tonight. And Colonel's back within two. Colonel's a little bit uh, more vigor on uh, defense. This one short by Stella Marcus on the left wing here. Colonel's come on a fast break. Seamson. On the left side, gets it down low to Christensen, and we're going to have a tie-up, and it's going to be a turnover. So, Mitchell, after you get yelled at like that, you show a little, you wake bit, up. You show a little bit more effort. So let's go here. <laughs> yeah. You can tell they're a little bit more lively here in just this uh, first minute or so after a timeout. So Coach Knippling kind of uh, woke up the troops during that timeout, so the activity is a lot better. Caitlin Christensen checks out, so your Stabner gets about a 30-second breather. Stella Marcus, her pass is tipped by you-know-who, and it's knocked out of bounds. Last <laughs> touch by Spearfish. So Stadmer there in the knockaway off of the Spartans. Yeah, well done. And that's that's perfectly done there by Stadmer, not only to get in that passing lane and disrupt things, but also to get it to go off the Spearfish player. Coming up on four and a half to go in the second quarter. It's 15-13 Spearfish. Eddie Seamson loses it, gets it back, throws it left to Stadmer. She wants to drive. She's in the lane at the free throw line. Spin move left. Layup no good. Van Overshield tipped it away, but Spearfish comes up with the loose ball. Marcus cross-court pass to Kachutin for three. That one is off the mark. Put back, though, is short by Spearfish. And Giblin to the floor. We're going to have a tie-up towards Mitchell. Giblin on the rebound here with 4-11 to go. Possession arrow going to the Colonels here. Nice job by Giblin fighting for that rebound, and getting that ball back, and well done by the Colonels. I mean, even though they allowed second-chance opportunities there, did not give up any points. Eddie Seamson checks out Caitlin Christensen in the ballgame. So we've seen Mitchell only go 
one deep on the bench. The eighth grader Seamson, the only one to play off the bench here in this first half. Van Overshield in the right corner, gets it down low to Christensen. It's blocked by Stella Marcus, but Spearfish knocked it out of bounds with 17 to shoot. Yeah, that was really well done there defensively by Spearfish just to stay with that shot. But uh, Colonels keep it, and Siebert's going to get it in here to Giblin. 15 to shoot. They kick it out. Nope, it's stolen again. Giblin's pass is intercepted by Spearfish. Josie Dana on the steal. Here's a left corner three. That one off the mark by Kachutin. Long rebounded half court by Giblin. And she's going to slow it down here. 3.35 to go. Siebert with the three. That one too strong. Rebound by Stella Marcus and Spearfish. Then Overshield is going to pick up the foul on the reach-in, going for the steal. Her first, team six with three and a half to go. Nice idea there by Van Overshield. I, I thought that was actually a pretty clean swat there to get that ball loose, but she picks up her first foul, and yeah, now we're getting close to free throw time for both teams. Colonel's offense is still not, uh, not found their rhythm. No, and, and Siebert was wide open on the right wing. I mean, they'll live with that shot all day, but that's a little bit too strong. Olivia Harriet checks in. Stabner gets a steal at the free throw line, goes coast to coast, and lays it in. That's her first basket tonight. Four points for Stabner, and we're tied at 15. Yeah, that's the the bang-bang play there by Stabner. Get the steal, break away the other way, and left-handed scoop. Here's a drive by Harriet, 15-foot jumper on the left baseline, no good. Stabner gets the rebound. She crisscrosses through traffic. Left corner to Van Overshield, down low to Christiansen, turns left, is stuck, kicks it out, Siebert with the three at the top of the key, back iron, no good, rebound for Spearfish, and Stella Marcus, she'll drive, pop a 15-footer on the left corner, no good, rebound for Stabner underneath, and we get a reach in on Spearfish. This will be their sixth team foul, both sides with six fouls, with 2.36 to go in this first half. Foul will be on. Well, they've called the foul yet. That will be on number 10, Harriet. We're back in 30 seconds. Colonel's back up a tide with Spearfish 15 all, 235 to go. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fauner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. Time out here for Spearfish as they pick up their sixth foul of the half. 2.36 to go in this first half. 15-15, it has been an offensive struggle for both sides. So Spearfish with a little bit of an offensive run early second quarter, but they haven't scored in a long time. Knocked out of bounds last touch by the Spartans. Yeah, I mean, Spearfish opened up this quarter on a, a pretty nice 10-4 run to take a lead and. Uh, they were looking pretty good there for a while compared to that first quarter, but Mitchell has settled in nicely here and tied this game up at 15. Spearfish hasn't scored in about four minutes. Stabner only with four points. She's on the left side, gets it down low to Van Overshield, but it's thrown away. Fast break opportunity. Kochutin, this one off the glass and good. Tough angle for Maya Kochutin. She's got seven, and the Spartans back up by two. 
Stainmer going to drive on the right side. Spin move left. Lose it. And we're going to get a foul. Boy, that was all ball by Stella Marcus. That one was not, uh, not a foul. That was really close. Yeah, I mean, Stabner got bailed out a little bit there. I don't think the referee had the perfect angle to make that. But uh, Stabner fortunate to be going to the line here, trying to tie this game up. Stella Marcus picks up the foul. Her first team seventh. One and one opportunity. That was, they're calling that on the shot, I guess. They are. What a deal. So a two-shot foul. and Yeah, she definitely went up with it. I mean, she had, like, a double team on her trying to go up with it. She really had nowhere to go. But, yeah, she went into the air and called the foul. Stabner misses the first free throw. Colonel's still down two. Second one uh, drops in. Stabner with five points. Three of four from the line. Gets Mitchell back within one. Under two minutes to go in the second quarter. Grub at the top of the key. She'll drive, kick it left to Stella Marcus. Big power dribble. Leaves that one short in the left corner. Stabner with the rebound. Fast break for Mitchell. She's going to lose it, get it back. Siebert along two in the left corner is good. Nice. Fast break for Mitchell to get the Colonels back up 18-17. And that's how Siebert likes to get that ball. In stride there, nice feed from Stabner, driving in the lane, and nothing but net. Spearfish loses it, gets back possession with Stabner on the ground. She's back up, 22 to shoot. For Spearfish, turnaround jumper by Grubb is no good. Another rebound for Stabner, but a monster on the boards. Long pass to Seamson, Giblin a corner three. That one is no good. Siebert the putback, though, is. Nice. Nice work. Nine points for Siebert. Colonel's finally starting to show some life. Up 20-17 to 17 here in the final minute of the half. That was a good open look for three there in that uh, left corner for Giblin. Looks like he was actually on line, but good work down low to get that putback. Siebert knocks that out of bounds for Mitchell. For a spearfish, uh, Sophie Guthmiller will check out. And we'll see Shoon back in there. Hannah Shoon, 5'9", senior. 45 seconds to go until halftime. Colonel's now up by three. Kachutin at the top of the key. Passes it right. A three is good for Stella Marcus. Ten points for her all in this quarter, and we're tied at 20. Drive on the right side by Stabner. She's triple teamed. And we finally get a whistle. This will be the eighth foul on Spearfish with 26 seconds to go. Boy, it was that close, too. I thought for sure that was going to be another tie-up. Spearfish all gathered to the ball, and uh, they're going to call a hold there that time on Spearfish. So, you know, you're going to have Stabner back at the line. She says, thank you very much. Hopefully she can uh, give the Colonels a lead back. Briley Grubb, her first foul, eighth on Spearfish. Very short bench for Mitchell in this back-to-back. They've played one player off the bench. Addie Seamson, the eighth grader. One and one for Stabner. She makes that or in a second. Stabner's only had one field goal tonight, but she's four or five from the line. We're six points for Mitchell. Colonel's back up by one. Stabner's second free throw off the mark. No good. Wide left. Rebound by the Spartans. They push. No shot clock, down by one, 20 seconds to go. They put up a wild shot. How is that not charging? No oh, my foul, goodness. No nothing. Stabner just got barreled into that time uh, by the Spartans, and no call, but Mitchell's going to get it as the ball went out of bounds. Hannah Shoon just uh, threw it up, and it didn't draw anything. Went out of bounds. 18 seconds to go here. Seamson out. 
Starting five for Mitchell in. No shot clock. Stabner brings it up. 21-20 Colonels. 12 seconds to go in this first half. Christensen underneath. That's blocked. And it's last touch by Spearfish. Six seconds to go for Mitchell. Hold for one last shot here, Colonels. Six seconds to go. Siebert holding two fingers in the air. Going to throw it in. Gets it into Giblin. Giblin will date uh, at the top of the key. Hand it off to Stabner for three. That's an air ball. And there should be a half second to go, but they're just going to say, to heck with it. Last touch by Mitchell. 21-20. Colonels with a one-point halftime lead. Spearfish outscored Mitchell in that quarter, 15-14. So at least we got a little bit of offense. It was 7-5 after one. And things finally picked up offensively for both sides at some point yeah, in just, the second quarter. It just kind of took him a while to, to uh, fill the game out, I guess. Both teams starting out very cold um, in that first quarter. Uh, but eventually both offenses started to uh, kind of loosen up a little bit, and they got some more open looks. Uh, Mitchell, you know, got some drives at the basket, but also finally saw some perimeter shots go down. So, yeah, both teams doing a nice job at kind of uh, waking up there in that second quarter, and we got a good tight game here at halftime. Nine points for Sarah Siebert to lead Mitchell. Uh, Sawyer Stabner has six. Caitlin Christensen with four. And Lauren Van Overshield with two. For Spearfish, uh, Silla Marcus, their senior, with ten points to lead them tonight. All of those were in that second quarter. Maya Kachutin, she's a freshman. She looks like a good one. She's got seven. Brawley Grubb with two, and Hannah Schoon with one. So between uh, Marcus and Kachutin, those two have 17 of the 20 for Spearfish. And between Stabner and Siebert, they have 15 of the 21 for Mitchell. Back in two minutes, halftime coming up next. 21-20, Mitchell leads Spearfish. Here at Mitchell Christian this afternoon, back in two minutes, here on KORN. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and streaming live at KORNradio.com. Coming up Tuesday night, the Colonel Girls are at Harrisburg. Pre-game show starts at 6.45 with the tip-off at 7. It is on your original home of Colonel Sports on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Halftime show, it's 21-20. to 20. Colonel Girls looking for their third straight win, and uh, they're up by one here at the half. Get you some other scores here as well. Uh, Rapid City Central, they beat Watertown 43-24. So Rapid City Central uh, ranked fifth. They uh, go to Watertown and limit them to 24 points. And at the half at the Huron Arena, it's Huron over Sturgis, 26-24. So uh, Sturgis appears to be playing a little bit better than they did last night uh, versus the Colonels. Uh, both teams, Sean, picked it up a little bit offensively in that uh, in that second quarter, and that was good to see. And it was kind of their their main their their main players, Siebert and Stabner for the Colonels, and then he had Stella Marcus and. Maya Kachutin, the, the senior and the freshman for Spearfish. Uh, both teams' top scorers turn it on a little bit there in that second quarter. Yeah, and that was really good to see because it was a, a big struggle for the Colonels in that first quarter. Um, you know, Stabner finally got going a little bit more in the second quarter when she, I think, got her first basket on the game, doing a little scoop shot that she's used to doing. And, you know, she's been driving inside the lane a lot. Sometimes there's been nothing there. 
couple of times. She just kind of um, misfired on a shot, but you know she's trying to get herself in the game. She's playing very well defensively, getting in those passing lanes, diving after loose balls, and you know I got to believe the offense is going to be coming a little bit more as we go. But yeah, it was good to see Siebert finally hit a three on an open look, and then she even got a, a second chance shot on a on a, a miss from three from Giblin, and she got the put back, which was really big. I mean, Colonel's going to need a lot of that, I think, uh, to, to stay ahead in this game and pull this one out. It's going to take uh, everything they got if the offense isn't there. Going to have to lock down defensively. Um, kind of a shame the Colonels had ten turnovers mm -hmm. in that first half. That was also uh, one of their problems, just not able to uh, hang on to the basketball and not to uh, – uh, run their offense the way they, they would like to, like it, like they did last night. It's certainly been uh, a lot more sluggish here today. Um, at halftime here, both teams shooting pretty evenly. Mitchell shooting 35% from the floor, going 9 out of 26 so far, while uh, Spearfish is pretty close on that same line, 8 for 28 from the floor, shooting 29%. Rebounding's really close. Mitchell leading that 13 to 11. Uh, Spearfish only five turnovers compared to Mitchell's 10, and then not a lot of activity at the free throw line. When you, you look at kind of how chaotic this game has been at times, not many free throws. Mitchell, four out of six so far. Spearfish, just two out of six. So, you know, if this game does come down to free throws like it could, the way the offenses have been struggling, Mitchell's going to have to be even more efficient in that second half. Yeah, you'd expect uh, Mitchell to score more than 21 uh, in the second half, you would think. We'd, we'd like to see that. We would think so. <laughs> I mean, going to have to get to probably 45, maybe 50 yeah. to win. And they uh, they won against Pierre last weekend or last Friday, 45-41. So uh, they have proven they can win a game when they score in the mid-40s. And, again, last night was the only time Mitchell has scored over 50 points in regulation. So if you're going to win a game, it's likely going to be scoring less than 50 points. Uh, this is the final here, latest final just a seconds ago at the Corn Palace. Uh, West Central defeats Clark Willow Lake 68 uh, to 53 to the West Central boys with a good season. Uh, they win that one game three of eight. We have Hanson and Potter County. That game coming up next over on Q1073. Also the uh, 4 o'clock game between Platt Geddes and Aberdeen Christian. So that's a pregame show. Should just to be about ready to, to tip off here with Clint Greenway on Q1073. Plus those two morning games, Sean. Uh, we saw a couple of somewhat close games. Yeah, Lyman took down Bridgewater Emery to start the day off 58-52. to uh, Spoiling a nice effort by Sutton Aaron, who had 24 points for the Huskies this morning. Uh, then Ethan... Got a win over Wild Bay Summit, 61-54. to So uh, another close game over there at the Corn Palace. Jay Storm with a double-double for Ethan. 20 points, 11 rebounds. So uh, good to see Ethan get themselves another win. Uh, boys basketball coming up here. Still about 10 minutes away from tip-off. Out in Spearfish. Mitchell boys at 8-2. Looking for a, a West River sweep. As uh, Mitchell takes on Spearfish. Boys basketball coming up here in 10 minutes. And the game of the day, maybe the game of the season thus far, it's number one O'Gorman taking on number two, or number one Roosevelt boys taking on number two O'Gorman. That game at 4.30 this afternoon at O'Gorman. Roosevelt boys 8-0, O'Gorman boys 10-1. Uh, Mitchell at number three, but there appears to be a little bit of a gap between Roosevelt's, O'Gorman, and the rest of the states when it comes to boys basketball. So uh, we'll see the top two teams in the state Face off this afternoon in Sioux Falls. We're back in 90 seconds with the second half. Colonel Girls leading Spearfish 21 to 20. Back in 90 seconds 
on KORN. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iversons in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball here on KORN 21-20. Mitchell Girls with the lead. Your officials are along the court here as we get to halftime. Uh, Rusty Keith, Tony Waterman, and Brian Wenham. Your second half, Spearfish with the basketball. White uniforms for Spearfish with maroon numbers and trim. We move across the uh, Mitchell Christian court here from right to left. Kick it into the uh, right corner, and that's out of bounds. Just a pass a little bit too high for Maya Kachutin at 5'6", so a turnover for Spearfish. Nice way for the Colonels to start defensively here, get the ball right back, and have a chance to add to this lead. Giblin brings it up past half court, dribbling to her right. Passes back left to Stabner. Now to Seabrooks on the left wing. Three at the top of the key for Stabner. That is short. Rebound for Spearfish. And uh, Spearfish brings it up. Here's Josie Dana. Dana stuck in that uh, right corner. Giblin and Siebert right there. Looks like uh, we're going to get a foul. I think Van Overshield's going to get called. Yep, he kind of took her down. That'll be a two-point wrestling move right there. I think that's only her second. I mean, that's just an effort play right there by Van Overshield, just trying to get that ball for the Colonels. Well, Van Overshield's uh, second foul, first on Mitchell here in the opening seconds of the second half. Still at 21-20. Here's a drive and a travel. This one by Maya Kach- uh, Kachutin. Drove that uh, left baseline, but traveled. Another turnover, back-to-back turnovers for Spearfish. Coming up on the first minute of this uh, first half, both teams struggled in the first quarter. Yeah, this is very reminiscent of how this game started, isn't it? Stabner underneath on the left side. It's short, but she'll get to, to the foul line. And she's been the only colonel tonight to go to the foul line. Spearfish has been there twice, or maybe a couple times. And then uh, Yeah, they're two out of six for Spearfish so far, four for six for Mitchell. I mean, neither team really has gotten there very much, and Stabner misses the first. Stabner now four of seven from the line. First foul on Spearfish. It'll be the third on Taylor Duncan, our 5'4 junior guard. And we're still stuck here at 21 to 20. Colonels led at the end of one, seven to five. Stabner makes that one. She's five of eight from the line. Seven points for Stabner, and the Colonels lead by two. Tachutin brings it up. The freshman, maybe their best player. She had 14 last night. Gives it to Stella Marcus, who drives right side. Stabner forces her to pass. This one at the top of the key for Simmons, who was scoreless. And nearly turn it over. Marcus with a jumper. That one is no good. But a rebound by uh, the Spearfish Spartans. Dana on the rebound here with the fresh shot clock. 90 seconds gone by in the second half. Simmons at the top of the key, dribbling right, hands it off. Now they have it in the left corner. Good shooting, pops a three. That one is too strong. Rebound by Caitlin Christensen. Outlet pass nicely done to Stabner. 
Stabner drives off glass, forces that one no good. But Christensen is there for the rebound, and we get a whistle. That'll be on Spearfish. That's going to be on Josie Dana, her second. Team second. Great job by Christensen. Rebounds on both ends. Yeah, and it's good to be active on on either end. I mean, they need that from her, even if the scoring's not going to be there because that sets up the Colonels for second-chance opportunities. 6-10 to go. 22-20 Mitchell here in the third quarter. Giblin at the top of the key, throws it left to Siebert. Now at Christensen at the top of the key. And overshield, nice bounce pass underneath to Stabner, and they're going to call her for the charge. That one was picked up. Foul on Stabner. Number 13, Briley Grubb took the flop. Yeah, a little bit too much out of control that time. Stabner will do that maybe once or twice per game, just trying to be aggressive, driving that right baseline there, and Got close to that basket, and she got a little bit too aggressive, and so Spearfish gets it back. Stabner ties her shoe, picks up her second foul. And, and she was really frustrated by that, too. She kind of shook the head a little bit, you know, didn't agree with that call at all. Both sides with two fouls in the first two minutes of the second half. Colonel's up 22-20. to 20. Spearfish, and they're yet to score. Stabner, coast to coast, Stabner steals it. Layup on the left side is good. <laughs> Only her second basket tonight. She's got nine. Mitchell up by four. I mean, that's half of her offense during the season. Steal it, get in that passing lane, steal it away, go the other way for an easy basket. This Colonel defense really clamping down. Here's a wide open three by Marcus. It's an air ball. This layup by Simmons goes straight up and straight down. And we get a foul on Mitchell. Third foul on the Colonels. Will be on Siebert, her first. So five fouls combined here in the first two and a half minutes. Spearfish gets it in. Here's Grubb on the left corner. This one tipped away, and Siebert comes up with the steal. Beautifully done by Siebert. She saw that pass come in and had great help defense there. Van Overshield, left corner three, wide open, too strong. Rebound by Simmons and the Spartans. Here comes Stella Marcus all the way to the hoop, and she'll lay it in. First points for Spearfish three minutes into this half. Stella Marcus has 12 of their 22. Colonels lead cut to two here, 4.50 to go in the third quarter. Stabner drives left side off glass and good. She's starting to heat up. Stabner now with 11 for Mitchell. Colonel lead up to four. Stella Marcus drives. That's a charge. And we get a charge. Stella Marcus picks up the offensive foul as uh, Stabner goes to the ground. Yeah, I mean, I I don't think she agreed with it necessarily, but it was the right call. I mean, she just barreled into Stabner there trying to drive at the basket and uh, really well done defensively again by Stabner. That's what she turns to when the offense isn't there. And right now she's kind of bent over trying to catch her breath. I mean, she's going all out on both ends. Four and a half minutes to go. Third quarter, Colonel's up 26-22. 40 points may be enough to win this one tonight. Stabner at the top of the key, picks up the dribble, passes right to Giblin. Siebert down low to Christensen, double team, splits it, loses it left side, but gets her own rebound. Stabner going to drive, going to lay this one off the glass, no good. Rebound tipped away. Seamson comes up with the board and knocks it off of a foot. Of a spearfish player with 35 to shoot. 
Nicely done by Seamson. You know, just no one's open, and at the last second, too, to make that decision, that's really good. Two offensive rebounds for Mitchell. They'll get a third opportunity here. Ooh, Seamson in the left corner. Now to Sieberts. Wide open three for Sieberts. He turned it down. Only four players have scored for Mitchell. Giblin has not scored, and Seamson has not scored. Four others have scored. Nobody else has played. Stella Marcus steals it at half court, lays it in, and she misses Missed. a wide open layup. How? Nobody was within 10 feet of her. That no. One. I mean, the Colonel defense all but conceded that because she had such a good defensive play, and she missed. Giblin for three, left wing, short. Rebound, Spearfish, three and a half to go. Another low-scoring quarter. Colonels have scored five in the quarter. Spearfish has only scored two. This one knocked away by Stabner. Spearfish gets it back. Left corner, it's uh, blocked by Stabner. And Spearfish saves it. They could have let that one go out of bounds, but they'll save it instead. 12 to shoot for the Spartans. Nice save by Grubb there to go get that ball that was deflected for Spearfish. Drive by the freshman, Kachutin, and she lays it in over Giblin on the right baseline. Kachutin with nine, and it's a two-point ball game. 26-24, 2.55 to go in this third quarter. Mitchell leading by two. Drive by Stabner, and she will be fouled. Fourth foul on Spearfish with 2.49 to go until the fourth quarter. You can see why Kachutin is a starter as a freshman. I mean, she, she's showing off some talent. I mean, she's missed a couple of threes, but right there she's just driving at the basket and uh, slashing through that Colonel defense. She looks like she's going to be a good player for Spearfish. Stabner makes the free throw. Mitchell up 27-24. And Overshield in for Giblin. Interested to see uh, with Mitchell's rotation. They've only played one player off the bench. Yeah. See what's up with that. 2.49 to go. Second foul on Grubb. Four on Spearfish. And that one just misses. But the putback by Siebert is good. Stabner misses the second one. But uh, Siebert helps her out. She now has 11. And Mitchell, this is their largest lead tonight. Nice work by Siebert. It's the second time that she's had a putback in this game. Colonel's up 29-24. Spearfish in the lane. They try to... Kick it out for a three, but it's knocked out of bounds off of Stabner. She's probably got her hands on a dozen balls. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she's absolutely everywhere. It's either a steal or it's going out of bounds, but either way, she's helping out the defense. 20 to shoot for Spearfish, down by five. They've only scored four points in this third quarter, and this one knocked out of bounds again by Stabner. This one off of her leg. Timeout Spearfish. They're down by five with 2.21 to go. 29-24, Colonels lead late third quarter. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. How you move matters. Avera Orthopedics helps you move freely and live life to the fullest with innovative treatment options customized to your bone, muscle, and joint needs. Whether you suffer from aches, breaks, tears, or dislocations, turn to the orthopedic team experienced in treating every body. Learn more at avera.org slash orthopedics. Spearfish, it's their first timeout they've used in this game. Colonels leading 29-24 with 2-21 left in this third quarter. Colonels outscoring Spearfish in the third quarter, 8-4. Turning a one-point halftime lead into a five-point lead. Kachutin, three at the top of the key. 
No good. Rebound by Stabner down to one knee. And she'll pick it up. They want to travel. That's not how that works. <laughs> now, that's just really nice job there by Stabner keeping her balance there on that rebound. Stabner at the top of the key. 25 to shoot. Two minutes to go. Left corner to Seamson. Now at the top of the key. Siebert driving right side. And overshield in the right corner. Thought about a three. She will shoot a three. Nice. And she will make it. First time in a while. Lauren Van Overshield has hit that three-pointer. And how bad did she need that shot? I mean, struggled so much last night. Been working so hard here this afternoon. Finally gets one to go from the right wing. Colonel starting to run away with this up by eight. Late third quarter. 32-24. Kachutin at the top of the key. Passes left. Here's a three. That's off the mark by Schoon, rebound by Stabner. She'll slow it down at half court, pick up the dribble and get it to Van Overshield. Van Overshield drives right side, stops, kicks it out to Siebert on the right edge. Siebert in the, in the lane, here's Christensen now back to Siebert, here's a three at the top of the key, that one is no good. Rebound for Spearfish here, minute to go in this third quarter. Colonels winning the quarter 11 to four. And Spearfish just has struggled all day long. Only 24 points, late third quarter. Right corner here for Dana. 15 to shoot for Spearfish. Back to Dana in the right corner, 10 to shoot. She gets rid of it. Here's Kachutin for three. That is good, wide open. Her second three tonight. She's got 12. 32-27, Mitchell's lead is down to five. Shot clock is turned off with 25 seconds to go in the third quarter. Siebert at the free throw line. Colonel Zagan just wastes about 15 more seconds here before they have to do anything with it. And we get a foul. Van Overshield <laughs> is fouled. Van Overshield just kind of shrugged the shoulder. She was coming across to set a screen for Stabner. They bumped into each other. And with that defender trailing Van Overshield, she gets called for the foul in that mess. Josie Dana's third foul, the fifth on Spearfish. 15 seconds here to go for the Colonels. And if you're Mitchell, just hang on to the ball, set up for this last shot, don't rush anything, and try to get a quality look and finish this quarter strong. Giblin at the top of the key, dribbling right. Here's Van Overshield with 10 to shoot. Siebert down low to Christensen. Seven to shoot. She puts it up left side. No good. One more shot here for Stella Marcus and Spearfish. Got to put it up, and she will. And we're going to foul. Count it and one before the buzzer. Siebert can't believe it. She can't believe it. The shot does count, and Siebert was trailing. I thought she got charged, to be honest with you. But Siebert got called for the block, and so we're going to have one free throw here by Spearfish to end the quarter. 32-29, zeros on the clock. One free throw here by Stella Marcus. It is no good. So Mitchell Ball here when we return. Fourth quarter coming up next, 32-29. Colonels lead by three at the end of three. We're back in one minute from Mitchell Christian on KORN. Your farm, the corn it produces, and the hard work it takes to run the operation are things Poet can relate to. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. For over 30 years, Poet has been turning the corn you harvest into biofuel and high-quality animal feed. It's how we reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell.
I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Fourth quarter, low-scoring ball game, 32-29. Mitchell girls, they've led for much of the way here this afternoon as we start the quarter here. But a, a good run by Spearfish. They score the last five points of that uh, third quarter. And that was big. I mean, Mitchell had a lot of momentum, built an eight-point lead, which feels like even more in a tight game like this. But that 5-0 run, that last-second shot by Spearfish was really big to give them momentum to start this quarter. Colonels with the ball going across the court left to right. They lose it. Marcus with another steal. She'll go coast to coast. Layup is knocked away by Simpson. That was all ball. Great defense by Simpson to knock away a pretty good look at a layup. And that's how Mitchell's going to have to win this game. They're going to be having to go eight minutes of strong defense to win this game. Simpson just throws it up under the basket and almost like a turnover. Two on one. Oh, Kachutin faked out Giblin. We got a one-point ball game. 7-0 Spearfish run. 32-31 with 7-10 to go. Stabner drib dribbling left in the lane. Tough Ooh, foul by she was Simmons. Hooked. I mean, Simmons hooked her almost in the neck area and dragged her down to make sure she didn't hit that layup. That was kind of a brutal foul. Third foul on Simmons, who were scoreless tonight. Sixth on Spearfish. 7.09 to go, so the Colonels are going to be in the bonus here, their next foul, so free throws the rest of the way. Only four fouls on Mitchell. Siebert's been hot and cold at the line tonight. This one is good. Bounces in. 12 points for Stabner. And free throws are just absolutely huge for this fourth quarter, the way both offenses have been playing. Spearfish has made two. Colonels, they have made uh, six of them, make it seven. They've all been from Stabner. Yeah, uh, Spearfish still two out of six at the free throw line. Mitchell now is uh, six of 12. Stabner's made every free throw. Excuse me, eight out of 12. She's got eight of her points there from the foul line. Under seven minutes to go, Colonels clinging to a three-point lead. Here's Kachutin, the freshman. Stabner gets a hand on it, knocks it out of bounds with 13 to shoot. If it's not going to be Stella Marcus or Maya Kachutin, Spearfish isn't going to score. Yeah, and I think if Mitchell's paying attention, and I'm sure Coach Knippling is on the side there, he's going to set up the defense to uh, take that away from Spearfish in this fourth quarter. Those two have scored 28 of their 31. Marcus on the drive. Great block. Blocked by Christensen. And a foul. And we get a foul. That one was a great block by Caitlin Christensen. Fantastic block to follow the shooter there, Marcus, and just swat that ball away without fouling. That was perfectly done. Seventh foul on Spearfish. Mitchell in the bonus. That's huge with six and a half to go. That'll be the fourth foul on Stella, the third foul on Stella Marcus. So Caitlin Christensen here with a one and one. As Siebert sits down to tie her shoe. We'll get an official's timeout for that, and now we're ready to go. Christensen's had kind of a quiet afternoon so far, so let's see if she can hit these. 
Free throw is no oh. good. It's tipped away. Let go. Van Overshield touched it. Oh, oh off of Marcus. Boy, they say Stella Marcus, the spearfish, touched it last. <laughs> She's kind of laughing in disagreement with the referee. I want somebody to get up one time and say, you know what, officially made the right call. <laughs> I did hit oh, that. Somebody did, but it was over on the other side. I did. That I, was I, Mitchell fans. I couldn't see it. I, you, you did. Uh, you, I, I did touch that ball last. That's the correct call. Stabner off the glass and good. Her defender just flopped. Good thing they didn't call it. Boy, how big was that shot from Stabner? 36-31, Mitchell up five with 6.15 to go. Can Spearfish score? They have 31 points. Pass underneath. Oh, big-time foul by Christensen. This barrels over Josie Dana. That was physical. And you live with that. I mean, that's a good foul by Christensen. She's not in particular foul trouble. And Spearfish has not been to the free-throw line much at all in this game. Third foul on Christensen. The fifth on Mitchell this half. Dana, scoreless, the freshman, shooting two. First one is good. Only the fourth point tonight not scored by Marcus or Kachutin. 6.08 to go. Mitchell up by four. Second free throw is good, so Josie Dana, another freshman, hits two free throws. 36-33. Mitchell up with six minutes to go in regulation. Siebert on the left wing. This one tipped away. Still a Marcus with another steal at half court off the Colonel pass. Three to tie it up. Short. Left wing, no good. Christensen with the rebound. Barely staying in bounds. She does. Well done by Christensen. Ooh. And one and done possessions for the Colonels defensively are going to be so huge in this last five and a half minutes. Stabner right side. She wants to drive inside. He's got to get rid of it. And we're going to get a timeout from Cole Knippling. Full Good. timeout. Colonels have two remaining. Five and a half minutes to go. Mitchell leads Spearfish 36-33. We're back in one minute on KORN. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and streaming live at KORNradio.com. Coming up Tuesday night, the Colonel Girls are at Harrisburg. Pre-game show starts at 6.45 with the tip-off at 7. It is on your original home of Colonel Sports on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fauner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. 15 points for Sawyer Stabner as the Colonels lead 36-33. Five and a half minutes to go in the ball game. Colonels ball, they get it to Christensen. Siebert, a three in the left corner is too long. It's an air ball. Rebound for Stabner, and she puts it back. 17 points for Stabner. Slow start for her, but Colonels back up by five. Yeah, second chance offensive opportunities for Mitchell has been really big in this game this afternoon. Coming up on five minutes to go, can Spearfish, can they uh, keep pace? Here's a drive by Dana. 
on the right side. Now to Kachutin, Giblin on her. And we get a foul on Mitchell. Couldn't even tell you this was on. Maybe Van Overshield? Giblin this time. Boy, Giblin picks up the foul, her second. Team six, so six fouls on Mitchell, seven on Spearfish, five minutes to go. Free throws. They're going to be big in this last five minutes. Rest of the way. Stella Marcus on that right wing, now at the top of the key. Stolen momentarily by Stavener. She had a... She had it momentarily, and then it knocked out of bounds. So. Boy, I actually thought it may have gone off of Kachutin that time. I mean, Stabner got a hand on it, but I thought it was deflected off of Kachutin's hands. Spearfish will have 22 to shoot. They're down by five with 4.46 to go. Three, Kachutin right corner. No Ooh. good. That would have made it a two-point game. Long rebound saved by Grubb. Second chance for Spearfish. Down by five. They pass it right to Grubb. Here's Kachutin driving. 15-footer is too strong. Put back. No good. And we get an offensive foul. Well done by the Colonels. Kachutin had a couple of really nice looks. Then they had another one down low, but held in there. Just kind of dug in defensively and got the turnover. Eighth foul on Spearfish. The first on Shoon. By the way, both teams shooting 33% at this go. point in this game, and that uh, kind of shows you why the score is a five-point game. The difference, the, the, the free throws. That's your Free difference. throws have been uh, very helpful here for the Colonels, and they're back at the free throw line here with Stabner. That's where half of her offense has come. A one-and-one one for Stabner. Colonels up five. Free throw is good. She's been very good at the foul line tonight. Seven points for Stabner just in the quarter. Mitchell's now 9 out of 14 at the free throw line, and every one of them have been big. 4.27 to go. Six-point lead. It's a seven-point lead. Mm. Stabner has scored 19 of Mitchell's 40. She's had another big night. She had 24 last night. Spearfish inside, down by seven. Largest lead tonight for Mitchell. Late fourth quarter, 4.10 to go. Three at the top of the key for Taylor Duncan. That is good. Her first points tonight. Wow. Nice oh. shot by Duncan. And what a big shot there for Spearfish to stay in this game. 4-3 for Spearfish. They needed that big. It's 40-36 Mitchell. Colonel Ball moving across the court left to right. Stadner gets it down to Christensen. Goes right, goes left. And we get a travel. No. It's a travel, yep. He did this. I don't know what this <laughs> hand yeah. signal means, but he didn't do this for sure. That's huh. why Coach Knippling's talking to him. He's like, what did she do? I don't know. What, this looks like illegal shift in football. I don't know what he did. I don't know what she did. Excuse me. 3.45 to go. Colonel lead down to four. Can Spearfish answer again? This one in the corner, and Duncan lost it. Duncan looking for another three in that right corner. Cole Knippling still talking to the official saying <laughs> He wants to know what that was. What are you talking the about? The phantom call. Three seconds. I have no idea what it could be. Couldn't tell you. 3.30 to go. Colonel still up by four. 40-36. Van Overshield in the left corner. Pass to Giblin who saves it. Stabner is going to drive again. She'll lay it up and good. 21 points for Sawyer Stabner. Pouring it on. She did not score in the first quarter. 
Now she's she's turned it on when they need it most. That's what she's been doing all season. When you have that one player who you can count on to score late in the game. Mm-hmm. Floater no good. It's blocked by Stabner. Another one. It's blocked by Christensen. Looks like uh, Christensen <laughs> going to pick up the foul. Stabner staring that referee down because she him. thought that was all ball. To be the seventh foul on Mitchell to put Spearfish in the bonus. Christensen now four fouls, so she needs to be careful because they need her size down low there in the post. And Mitchell's only played one player off the bench. Grubb shooting two. First one is no good. 42-36. Mitchell leads with 3.02 to go. Both teams in the bonus. Briley Grubb with two points, and she misses both free throws, but could shoot, and the freshman gets the rebound. Yeah, she's everywhere. I mean, you can tell she's got a heck of a future. Stella Marcus driving, lays it off the glass, and good to get Spearfish within four with 2.45 to go. Second chance points. That's been big for both teams, and Colonels have got to do everything they can to make sure they get more defensive rebounds. Colonels up four, double team at the top of the key. Stabner dribbles out of it, left. Down low to Christensen, kicks it out, three. Siebert left corner, it's short, and it's stuck. <laughs> stuck between the backboard and the rim. It's going to be Spearfish ball on the possession arrow. Cole Knippen, one of the tallest gentlemen. <laughs> and he's trying to get it down, and he can't. He needs one more try. Get up there. Hey, there you go. It. Yeah. What is he, 6'4"? <laughs> he's so. At least. I'm 6'4", and he's right about that. I think he's slightly taller. First time didn't work. Second time did. I would have thrown it down if I was him. Uh, two and a half to go. Colonels lead by four. 42-38. Van Overshield knocks out of bounds, so Spearfish keeps it. And good, good, good active defense by the Colonels. They need that in this last 224 to get this win. They got to go after every pass. 25 to shoot. Could shoot in the, at the top of the key. They push it left to Duncan, who had a three-pointer in this quarter. Stabner needs another steal right here. They're trying to get it inside. They can't do it. Good defense by Van Overshield. 12 to shoot. Could shoot in inside. Lost it. Grubb. Grubb lost it. I almost he, got a souvenir. There you go. You got to give that one back. I mean, they need that. <laughs> I would. Even if she catches it, she was stuck underneath the basket, two uh, curls yeah, around her. Th- that defense was perfectly done that time by the Colonels. They're in the zone defense and just harassed everyone who had the ball and just forced them into uh, driving inside the lane there, and, and it was shut down and knocked out of bounds. That was perfect. Colonels outscoring Spearfish in the fourth here, 10-9. to nine. Minute 55 to go, Colonels up by four. Stabner driving the lane, kicks it out. Giblin along two, that's good. Big, what a clutch shot by Giblin. Deep two over in the right wing. First points tonight for Taylor Giblin, puts Mitchell up six. Marcus underneath, Van Overshield going to pick up Mm. her third foul. So both sides now with eight fouls with a minute 38 to go. And look at Stabner going over there to talk to Van Overshield and just talking her up. It's like, it's okay, we'll live with that. Minute 38 to go. Spearfish down 44 38. Stella Marcus shooting two, and the first one is no good. There you go. And that's why. That's why Stabner was talking to Ben Overshield and saying, it's not the end of the world. We don't want to give them easy layups in the last 90 seconds. Make them earn their points. 14 points for Stella Marcus tonight, the senior guard. Second free throw, also no good. Spearfish is going to lose this game. And look who got the rebound, Stabner. They're going to lose this game because they can't hit a free throw. Minute and a half to go. Colonel's up by six. Now Mitchell needs to hang on to the basketball. Don't turn it over. Use some clock and don't turn the ball over. 
Yeah, is, is Spearfish going to score six, seven, eight points in the final minute? Not from the foul line, at least. Stella Marcus with the Oh, we're going to get a tie-up. Oh, a tie-up. It's going to stay with Mitchell. And will that reset the clock? If it does, that'd be great. 12 seconds to shoot. It will not. Nope. So Siebert going to throw it in by her bench at half court. Minute 15 to go. Mitchell up six. 12 seconds on the shot clock. Siebert gets it in to Stabner. 10 to shoot. Stabner probably going to shoot this one. Driving left side. Loses it. Then overshield back to Stabner. We're going to travel. Oh, my word. She didn't move. She she literally took the pass in the left wing, did not move, and passed it over to Stabner almost instantaneously. How do you travel? Van Overshield with the travel. She moved no. like one foot. <laughs> That's impossible. I feel like you need to move at least three. I don't know what he's looking at there. Minute to go. Spearfish down six. Grub in the right corner. Christensen's there. Siebert steals it. Spearfish gets it back, and they reset the shot clock, and Spearfish takes a timeout. So a lot happening there in that left corner. Cole Knippling says shot clock should not have reset because Mitchell didn't have possession long enough, and I tend to agree. Question is how much time was on the clock, and I have no idea. Right, yeah. A lot lot of chaos there in these last uh, 10 or 15 seconds, but um, that's a tough break for the Colonels with that that traveling violation. That was very questionable because, you know, they were just trying to work on some clock and get a good shot, and, you got to figure this is a huge possession for Spearfish. If they can't get points on this possession, that should just about do it here for Mitchell. 51 seconds left. As of now, it's a fresh 35. Shot clock for Spearfish. Mitchell leading 44-38, looking for their third straight win. Mitchell can hang on. They'd improve to 4-6 and six on the season. Spearfish with a loss would fall to 3-6. and six. This is a big, big game to get in that sweet 16, that Sodak 16. Colonel's now the 16 seed. Oh, and, and how nice would it be to wrap this up with a three-game win streak yeah. when you go on the road to take on these teams you know are going to be tough challenges. I mean, this, this is going to be big just for their confidence. Mitchell at Harrisburg on Tuesday. We have that game at 7. Mitchell at Sioux Falls Lincoln on Friday. We have that game at 7. Mitchell boys back in action Saturday at home at the Corn Palace versus Sioux Falls Lincoln. We have that game. Tipped out of bounds. Last touch by Spearfish. They turn it over. Perfectly done by Mitchell. Trying to get it into that uh, left corner again. There's not much room over there. 46 seconds to go. Now you have to foul. Spearfish down six. Yeah, you got Kachutin here that's in Giblin's face trying to get this inbound pass in. So you're going to be facing a press defense, and you got to get through it. Don't give it back to him. Giblin trying to get it in. Colonels with two timeouts to go. They get it into Stabner. Back to Giblin. Siebert's wide open. They foul Giblin with 42 seconds to go. So make your free throws. You're going to win this game. Again, it wasn't pretty, but it's nope. a win. Yeah, I mean, and, and they figured out how to win when it's not pretty. And uh, it's a tribute to their defense. When the offense isn't there, they have to keep the foot on the gas defensively, force uh, the opposition into mistakes, and that's what they've done with Spearfish here this afternoon when Spearfish got back into it. There's a three-point game going into this fourth quarter, so Mitchell's put it all together here in this last quarter. Giblin, one and one, she misses it. Spearfish rebound, nine fouls on the Spartans. They've got a shot here. They don't need a three, but they need points. Marcus driving. We get a foul with that's all ball. seconds. Oh, my goodness. Van Overshield reached in, got her palm on top of the basketball to disrupt that drive to the basket 
by Marcus, and they called a foul on that. Four fouls on Van Overshield, both sides with nine team fouls. Yeah, and now Mitchell's got to be a little bit careful because 35 seconds left. If Spearfish can hit their free throws, this is going to get tight. It's one and one. Marcus oh. made it. Thought that was wide left. It bounced in. Shooters roll. Spearfish down by five with 34 seconds left. Second free throw by Stella Marcus is good. And we have a four-point ball game. Timeout with 34 seconds to go. Colonels lead 44 to 40. We're back in one minute on KORN. Are you worried how 2020 has impacted your teen's social development? We are too. Want to know what might help? Participating in the performing arts in high school. It's been hard being a teenager recently. Hard to cope, hard to keep up, hard not to feel like you're missing out. Everything's different and nobody knows what's next. Encouraging your son or daughter to participate in performing arts can really help. Those are high school activities like band, orchestra, choir, theater, speech, and debate. They'll make new friends, develop confidence, and feel the satisfaction of being part of a team. Participation in the performing arts aren't a cure-all, and they certainly won't make the pandemic go away. But they will make the teenagers in your family feel like they're part of something special. This message presented by the NFHS and the South Dakota High School Activities Association. Colonels lead with 34 seconds to go. They have a four-point lead. Siebert inbounds the ball. They get it to Stavner. Picks up the dribble to Siebert. There to you Gib go. Giblin, 28 seconds left. Get it to Christensen. Nice, nice. Van Overshield, it's blocked and a foul. Double bonus time for Mitchell with 25 seconds, so they took about 10 seconds off. Van Overshield will shoot uh, two free throws. And that was so well done by the Colonels to get out of that press defense. They had four different Colonels, I think, touch the ball, got it out to uh, Giblin to kind of get it across half court, and that was a good open look for Van Overshield on the layup. I'm still a little bit surprised that they didn't work on more clock. She misses the free throw, though. And that's the problem. Got to hit these free throws. Ten fouls on Spearfish, nine on Mitchell. Colonels lead by four, 25 seconds left, but she hits that one. There you go. Van Overshield with six points tonight. Five-point lead, 20 seconds Stop to go. Stop the ball. Good shooting for three. It's short air ball, and that should just about do it. 45-40 with 17 seconds to go. And that was a good open look there for Spearfish. I mean, they trust Kachutin shooting those three. She got a good look at it, top of the key, just didn't get enough on it. And now Mitchell, again, needs to break this press. And they give it to Giblin. 15 seconds left. They foul her, and that'll be another foul on Maya Kachutin, her first. So 15 seconds to go. Two-possession game, two free throws here would make it seven. That should just about do it. Yeah, if we can get these free throws to go down here by Giblin, that should uh, secure this win here for Mitchell. Spearfish with only one timeout. Up by five, 15 seconds to go. Giblin misses the first one. So the Colonels not making their free throws here at the end. But Spearfish not able to take advantage. Five-point lead, 15 seconds to go. Giblin, her second free throw is good. One to two from the line. Six-point lead, 15 seconds. You like your chances if you're Mitchell. Don't Dunk. let him get a three here. You got to shoot a three now. Well, if they hit one, it's a one-possession game. Shoot and misses Ooh. it with five seconds to go. Giblin with the rebound. There. 
No reason to foul. You're down six no. with two seconds to go. Yeah, that should do it. I mean, that was a really good look for Kachutin in that right wing. I thought that was on line, and that would have made this a one-possession game with about five seconds left. But And they had a timeout, so they could have stopped the clock there exactly. for a second. But and Mitchell's been very hot and cold at the free throw line, but looks like they're going to survive here this afternoon and get this three-game win streak. Foul was on Duncan, her fourth foul, and Giblin will get another free throw. Make that one. 47-40, Colonel's up. Two seconds to go. They're going to go to three and make it four and six. Winners of three in a row. Spearfish going to drop to three and six. Giblin, her second free throw is good. And that'll do it. Spearfish inbounds it, and we are done. Mitchell with a 48-40 win tonight. Their best uh, offensive quarter was the last one. Colonels score 16 points. Yeah, just the first quarter was the only one. They didn't get to double digits. They led 7-5 at the end of one, and boy, it was a big struggle offensively after that first quarter, and kind of looked like this was going to be a, a tough win to get this afternoon, but cranked it up his last three quarters and fought hard to get this win. Colonels outscore Spearfish 16-11. to in that last quarter. Colonels led by two at the end of the first quarter. They led by one at halftime. They led by three at the end of three. And they pick up an eight-point victory here tonight. 48-40. to 40. Colonels now at four and six. Postgame show coming up next. Brought to you by Culver's. We're back in three minutes on KORN. KORN News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490. I am Max Moore. Drought devastated much of West River's cattle operations over the summer and show no signs of letting up in the new year. Adele Hardy is a cow-calf field specialist with the South Dakota State University West River Extension and operates a small cow-calf operation near Rapid City. Many of those producers have had to make some very challenging decisions in regards to culling down their herd or sending their herd to feed because the challenge is there's not a lot of feed available and the cost of that feed that is available is very high. She says with an unrelenting drought looking ahead, Hardy believes more difficult decisions are in producers' future. This is KORN News Radio, FM 1013 and AM 1490. KORN News Radio weather being brought to you by Sodak Sports. Sodak Sports, your local outfitter, voted best hunting store two years in a row with locations in Mitchell and Aberdeen. KORN News Radio weather. Overcast skies tonight with a chance of rain mixing with, then changing to snow. Lulls level off around 10 above. Northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour. Cloudy skies expected tomorrow. Daytime highs approaching 36. Lows dip down to about 26 tomorrow night. Overcast. Chance for snow Monday. High temperatures reach up to 34. 17. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times Tuesday. Another look at the short range. Lows level off around 10 above tonight. We should top out at 36 tomorrow. Lows level off around 26 tomorrow night. For KORN, News Radio FM, 1013 and AM 1490. I'm meteorologist Laura Lockwood. Right now, it's 25. Hi, this is Kelsey Grammer. When military service members head into battle, none are expected to face the enemy alone, but many return home and become isolated as they struggle with the visible and invisible wounds of war. 
It can be difficult knowing how to overcome that challenge and rekindle bonds similar to those formed in the military. Wounded Warrior Project supports these injured veterans through their recoveries by connecting them with fellow warriors and their communities. No one should fight this battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and streaming live at KORNradio.com. Coming up Tuesday night, the Colonel Girls are at Harrisburg. Pre-game show starts at 645 with the tip-off at 7. It is on your original home of Colonel Sports on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Colonel postgame show, head coach Cole Knippling joins us, 48-40. You win that one. Uh, wasn't easy, but you'll take the win. I told the girls that was that was a fun one. You know, um, had a really kind of a playoff atmosphere to yeah. it. Really good energy in the gym. Sometimes you get this small gym like this, that's what it's like. Kind of reminded me of my mm -hmm. days at Elk Point Jefferson, Class A basketball. That was cool. So good job for the crowd to make that fun for the girls, and good for, job for them for responding. I thought that was our best second-half defense we've mm -hmm. played all year. I just thought we were solid in our zone, stayed matched up, and, and took away what they were trying to do. And really, when, when you're spearfish, you had two players score about 90% of their points in Marcus and Kachutin. So, I mean, defensively, you know that they've got two scores, and that's about it. You know, I thought that that young one, that is it 24 or is it 14? 24. 24. Yeah. I think she's just a freshman, yeah, too. Yeah, she's real good. You know, I'm, I'm really glad that Stella Marcus is graduating. Yeah. She's been killing us for three years. But now it looks like we got the next colonel killer that we got to try and guard. So... Um, we did a good job. That, that, you know, it's always tough to play the second game of the back-to-back, -back, um, but they really responded well. That was a gritty, gritty tough one. And so your Stabner, she had 24 last night. She had about 20-some uh, tonight. She's really, when you need a basket, so aggressive going to the basket, and she's, uh, she's your go-to. She's such an athletic player, right? I mean, she just is such, she's so strong. She's so athletic. She's really learned how to finish through contact. I thought she had to play through a ton of contact tonight. And I thought she responded well. She just realized that she always kind of jokes that she wishes they would let him play. So she looked at me one time oh. first quarter. She's like, they're killing me. I was like, you always say you want to <laughs> let him play. This is your game. Let's go. And she responded well. I was proud of her. Uh, she's just playing great. I don't know how many steals she had, but she, she at least had about 12 deflections at least. She yeah. was just all over the place. You know, that's the beautiful thing about her. And this zone has really set her loose. Mm -hmm. She just is anticipating. She uses those long arms. She uses her athleticism and, and plays the passing lanes and just – that whole second half, I felt like she was going to steal every pass to her side of the court. That was fun. Now you've won three in a row. You're at four and six, uh, getting some momentum, and you got to Harrisburg Tuesday, Sioux Falls Lincoln on Friday, and now uh, you get to go over to Sioux Falls here for the, for the last month and uh, and test yourself there. Yeah, and we get Qdoba after the game. That's my good. favorite part. So I, lo I love that place. <laughs> so no, we uh, Harrisburg's good. You know, we've always it's a really hard place to go play. Um, that's my bag. Um, so that, that's a tough one for us. They got that big inside. That's the new challenges. That's this is going to be the best big we've seen. Mm -hmm. um, Sioux Falls Lincoln, you know, they're they're not they're not as good as Washington and O'Gorman and Jefferson, but but they are strong and they are old. They're a lot of seniors, mm -hmm. so they're going to be tough. It's always tough to go play there. I think both those places are just cold, big, quiet gyms, and so we've got to make sure we kind of raise our energy. 
And Mitchell Christian, good crowd. It was loud here, kind of a kind of a different atmosphere for a home game. I'm really appreciative of Mitchell Christian for letting us use it. This was a really neat atmosphere. I had a lot of fun with it. They have the greatest concession stand I have ever seen. <laughs> I'm kind of bummed that I missed out on the Super Nachos. Somebody's got on a free popcorn or what we got going over here, but yeah. uh, some folks getting some popcorn. Uh, Cole Knippling joined us. Uh, good luck here, and we'll see you next week. Hey, thank you guys for all your coverage. Appreciate Perfect. everything you do. We'll see you in Harrisburg uh, next week. Cole, Cole Knippling joins us. Is and we'll be uh, over there coming up. Uh, well, we'll do a little switcheroo here coming up uh, next week. We'll be in Harrisburg for that one. Uh, Colonels in Harrisburg, they had a couple of great games last year uh, at Harrisburg. Tough uh, fought battle. And then uh, also uh, there was the the state tournament game. Uh, that was uh, your, your game last year versus uh, uh, Harrisburg. Harrisburg had Mitchell's number, but a couple of entertaining games against the Tigers. And then uh, we'll be at Sioux Falls Lincoln coming up there on Friday night. So the Colonels at 4-6, and six, uh, much needed wins, and they got them. They got that one versus Pierre last week, and uh, it was not easy here this afternoon. They win 48-40. to 40. Uh, But, again, that difference, I mean, for me, the difference, uh, you, can, you can point to a lot of things, but for me it was the free throw shooting. One team made a lot of free throws. The other team uh, struggled from the line. Yeah, and Mitchell's been really consistent at that for a lot of this season is manufacturing points when the offense isn't there and, you know, Credit to the Colonels for finding a way again here this afternoon when the offense was kind of up and down a lot of this game. Took a while for Stabner to kind of establish herself. And, you know, Siebert shots weren't really falling like they usually do. Um, so they found a way that was great to see. Uh, just checking out our, our final stats here from this game. Um, Mitchell ended up shooting 35%, going 17 out of 48 from the floor. Uh, while Spearfish shot just 29%, going 15 out of 52. So pretty close there. So that's why these free throws really did end up being uh, such a factor in this game. Spearfish just 6 out of 15 at the free throw line, while Mitchell was a little bit more effective going 14 out of 22. And really all 14 of those free throws were so big for the Colonels here this afternoon. And uh, thank you to Sawyer Stabner, right, if you're the Mitchell mm -hmm. Colonels, for uh, being as good as she was at the free throw line. Rebounding battle, really close. Mitchell won that battle 24-21, and I thought that uh, they did a great job at adjusting to um, Spearfish getting so many second-chance opportunities in that first half. Mitchell really did a good job at taking that away in the second half. And then turnovers, boy, that was a problem for Mitchell in the first half, but they really did a nice job at cleaning that up a little bit in the second half, and uh, they did have 16 turnovers. Spearfish had 15, so... That ended up being really close as well. So the Colonels indeed um, dug out this win by getting to the free throw line, and I thought their defense was very effective again in that fourth quarter in crunch time. Cole Knifflin said uh, he was a big fan of that defense in that second half. The Colonels now at 4-6. and six. Sawyer Stabner had 21. Sarah Siebert had 11. Uh, Taylor Giblin didn't score there until the final uh, minute or two, but she ended up with five points, three of big free throws at the end. Caitlin Christensen had four, and Lauren Van Overshield had six. And Addie Seamson was the only one off the bench. She did not score, so uh, a, a short bench here tonight for Mitchell. They only played six players. Uh, for Spearfish, 30 of their 40 came from Stella Marcus and Maya Kachutin. Marcus, the senior, had 16, and Kachutin, the freshman, had 14 uh, for Spearfish. Uh, boys update, close one out in Spearfish for the Mitchell boys. They're at the half. Colonels lead only by six, 35 to 29 in that uh, first half. Also here on boys and Sturgis, 22-16 here on leads halfway through the third quarter. That is a low-scoring ball game uh, here 
uh, out in uh, Sturgis with Huron and Sturgis. Again, coming up, uh, Hanson Potter County. That's on right now on Q1073. We'll have Platt Geddes and Aberdeen Christian coming up next. That is your uh, 4 o'clock tip-off. Then the big one tonight, one, number one to Smith, number two White River, top two boys teams in Class B. They should tip off a little after 8.30 tonight uh, at the Corn Palace. Uh, an update on that Hanson-Potter County game. Potter County up by one at the half, 30 to 29. Anything else, Sean? Again, a couple of big wins here. You need to win these games. Yeah. Colonels kind of solidified themselves that they should hopefully be in that Sweet 16, Sodak 16. Uh, but tough games coming up at Harrisburg. Not as good as they were last year, but still a quality opponent. And uh, they've got Sioux Falls Lincoln Friday, and we'll have uh, both those games. Yeah, and, you know, halfway through the regular season now, and I, I think it's very easy to say that this Colonels team is a lot better than they were on opening night. I mean, they've already grown so much in these first 10 games, and like this, they, they find a way to win. You know, when the offense isn't there like it was last night, that was a big difference today is the offense was not well-balanced like it was last night with everyone getting involved. Uh, but they found a way to win. They've had to do that a couple of times, kind of winning a little bit ugly, but um, you look for growth during a season as you go, and I think this young Colonels team has shown a lot of that since opening night, and Nice three-game winning streak as they go to uh, next week when the, the schedule gets only tougher, so it's good to see. We'll be at Harrisburg next Tuesday night, 7 o'clock your tip-off, 6.45 your pregame show. For Max Moore back in the studio, Sean Michaels, I'm Travis Krenz. Mitchell girls win 48-40 over Spearfish. We'll see you Tuesday night over in Harrisburg. You've been listening to coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com.